Welcome back to another episode of 5 a.m. Theology. This week, we were mostly in the book of Isaiah, and trying to choose a passage to discuss from Isaiah is really, really hard because the book is so chock full of beautiful truths and rich theology. Isaiah's words jump off the page, and they paint illustration after illustration for the reader of God's holiness and faithfulness and his power. And I think that it's one of the easiest books to totally get swept up in in all of scripture. So that's why it was so difficult. This week, we decided on a very short passage that really stuck out. And it talks about God giving Hezekiah a sign that he'll take care of his people. And I'll read the passage. It's only three verses. It's in Isaiah 37, verses 30 to 32. And it says, and this shall be the sign for you. This year, you shall eat what grows of itself, and in the second year, what springs from that. Then in the third year, sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat their fruit. And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant, and out of Mount Zion, a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. These same exact words from Isaiah are also found in 2 Kings 19. And Chris, I think what makes this passage so curious is that we're told in other places that looking for a sign from God is sinful. Yet here's God telling Hezekiah he's going to give him a sign. Yeah, well, we should start with some historical context here. God is giving this prophecy to Hezekiah, king of Judah, through Isaiah, and it's during Judah's troubles with the nation of Assyria. Assyria had already conquered the northern nation of Israel and had them in exile. That began under King Pul or Tiglath-Pileser. Several years later, under King Sennacherib, Assyria tries overthrowing the southern nation of Judah too. And God defeated Assyria and they withdrew, but now they're under yet another king and Assyria is going to try conquering Judah again. This section is where the verses we want to talk about are and it opens with Isaiah reminding Hezekiah that praying to God for his help is Judah's only hope. God reminds Hezekiah that Assyria was only able to overthrow the northern nation of Israel because it's what God had ordained to happen. Yeah. This section really kind of is like Job-esque because God is hammering, you know, how sovereign he is of everything. Yep. And then when we get to this section, he turns his attention to Hezekiah and says the verses that I read. And it seems like it's about crops and what Judah will eat, but it's about a lot more. It starts with, this will be a sign for you, Hezekiah. And like we said, this can be a little confusing because scripture has a lot of warnings about looking for signs from God. Jesus himself in Matthew 16, 4 says an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. But Chris, as you know, not all signs are bad. They're not when God tells you you're going to get one. No. In the Matthew 16 passage, Jesus was responding to the Pharisees who demanded a sign from heaven that he was the Messiah. Demanding a sign from God is not only sinful, it's just really stupid. Yeah. Not the smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. However, 
looking to the signs that God has already provided or is providing is not only biblical, that's exactly what strengthens our faith. Yeah, and God's telling Hezekiah how Judah's going to feed itself for the next three years. It's a sign that God's going to sustain his people. This sign was trustworthy for Hezekiah and is trustworthy for all of God's people for all time. This is so important for us to get. It's so important for us to rest and be able to believe in, especially as we see all the things in the world that are deteriorating more and more. There's no doubt people are hungry for a sign from God that he's got things under control and he's going to take care of us. But what many people just don't realize is that he's already given us so many signs that affirm both of these things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, just a few of the many signs that God has already given us, it starts back way back in Genesis when he sent Cain away to protect Seth and the godly line. It continues with Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, the Israelites, Samuel, David, Esther, Ruth, and of course, the ultimate sign from God that he takes care of his own is found in Luke 2, 10 to 12, which says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be a sign for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Jesus is the sign from God that God's people are completely taken care of. His name, Emmanuel, means God with us. That's right. Jesus confirmed that sign from God from Luke 2 in the rest of that Matthew 16, 4 verse, when he told the Pharisees, the only sign they'll be given is the sign of Jonah, which is a foreshadowing of his resurrection. So wanting a sign from God's not a bad thing, so long as you're looking for it in the right place, which is what, Rose? The Bible. Yeah. When we feel desperate to hear a sign from God, we only need to look at scripture to see the sign of what he's already done and what he promises to continue to do. We can look at our own lives and see signs of where God has pulled us through extenuating circumstances. We can look at the lives of others like we're currently doing in No Trash, Just Truth to see the signs that God was working through their lives to work for their good and accomplish his purposes. We see it everywhere. Yeah, we do. I think people think they need to hear something audible from God when there's already so much. And Chris, the rest of that Isaiah verse deals with exactly that. God tells Hezekiah, this year you shall eat what grows of itself, the second year what springs from that, and then the third year sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit. And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Well, the surviving remnant of the house of Judah that's a reference to all those who belong to God. As we constantly say, the nation of Israel was not God's people, but a remnant of them was. And this is what it's talking about. God tells Hezekiah, he's going to see to their physical needs. Yes, eating, but it's much bigger than this. God is going to work through them so that they're going to accomplish their eternal purpose. That's what bearing fruit upward means. Exactly. And that's exactly what he does for us. We see that in the plagues in Exodus where God exempted the Israelites from them. 
We will see the same thing in the future in the final judgments when God's people are exempt from the bold judgments. We've also seen through several famines in the Bible how God took care of his own people. He took care of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Ruth, Elijah, and the 50 prophets that he hid away in the cave. And we could go on and on with that list. God has given us multiple signs that he takes care of his elect. And we can look to those signs and have confidence that he's going to take care of us. Rose, we don't need to look for signs outside of that. We did an episode about that a long time ago. And people were looking to birds on their bird feeder and things like that yeah. for signs. It's crazy. I, I'll never forget that you said a woman looked up in the sky and saw a cloud that looked like a slice of pie. And she took that to mean that God should told her to open up a bakery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's crazy talk. That is crazy talk. And it's sinful. Yes. But people do it all the time. They do. I have to read a passage from Psalm 91, which was also in this week's reading, because it's a beautiful picture of God taking care of it. And I'll just read a couple of the verses. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. If you're looking for a sign from God, you can't get any better than that. And that's a good place to end today. Have a blessed morning, everybody. Thank you.